Yes, it's so fundamental. I had to learn the opposite way. That was like the last thing that I used to do. And I was that workaholic perfectionist, like all hours of the day. And I ended up in a crash and burn and it was in every area of my life. And it was the time that I had to wake up and say, okay, what is fundamental, not necessarily to my business, but literally to my happiness and to my existence. Um, And so when I really honed in and focused in on that, I just saw my life unfold in this beautiful metamorphosis of an experience and say, oh, wow, I was missing so many pieces. So I just encourage people to go down that self-exploration path and really try and feel yourself in all of those areas and know again that it's not a selfish, it's not selfish desire. It ends up being a benefit to everyone you're surrounding you. Hi there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a business podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, and I'm a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business. I've been in the event industry and am wildly passionate about education for small businesses and teaching others through the mistakes we've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. Hi there. Welcome into the Render Podcast. Here is another episode. We are excited to be talking with Tamara today. She is a good friend of mine that we met at, I believe it was the Rise Conference, the business conference back in November of 2019 in Charleston. And it's just been a great friendship as we've continued to evolve and and continue to stay in touch. And so I'm happy to have her on today to talk to all of our listeners about optimizing your business and five ways that you can do that. So Tamara, why don't you tell us who you are, where people can find you, and all that jazz. Definitely. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. It's so crazy that November 2019, I feel like we're like closing in on November 2020. Like, I know. I've got so much to do. (laughs) So much exciting things have happened since then in our businesses. And obviously with the state of the world alongside that, it's really weird to have an energy surge in our businesses the way that we have, even knowing some other things that are not so exciting have been happening. So thank you for stewarding that well and having me on to help others kind of just continue in on what it is that has been placed as their purpose in their life. And I I ultimately think it kind of kicks off who I am and even what I'm going to share today. So again, my name is Tamara Andress, and I have a Christian women's business coaching program, both group and individual. And I cultivate community around entrepreneurs and I call them passionistas because I really feel like (laughs) it's so fun. I feel like we all have passion within us. And oftentimes when you ask someone like what they do, it's a a one hat explanation, right? And yet we are so multifaceted and we have so many pieces to who we are that I think should always be what we're leaning into. And that's multiple passions and it's okay. And and yet not often celebrated. So, you know, I love to bring women to the table and just celebrate each component of who they are, mind, body, and soul, and, and see them activate their dreams into a reality. Um, I have a podcast myself called the Fit and Faith Podcast, which kind of unpacks who people are and the journey that they've been on to discovery, both in their businesses, but also their personal lives. And I'm excited that Cami will be on ours soon. So uh, definitely tune into that as well. And I've co-authored a book with several women that kind of shares my testimony and the heartbeat of uh, how I've gotten to where I am today. And 
just kind of letting God take the reins on all of the different, again, passionista <laughs> points of my life. So people are always like, you do so many things. And I'm like, yeah, but it's all under one heartbeat. And that's really just to make an impact in the world and shine brightly and let people know that there is joy and freedom to be had in this life. I love that. That is so cool because I feel like sometimes the world looks in and they're like, you can only be good at one thing and stay in your lane. And, and, and yes. entrepreneurs like myself and you and so many others are like, but I love so many things and I'm really good at so many things and multitasking. So I love that you are being an example, first off, on how you do that. And And before we started recording, we were talking off the air about just the community and and people coming along aside each other and um and I think that's great that you are really trying to cu- cultivate that and and really bring that to light. So I love that. I think it's um it's an incredible thing that you're doing. So I'm so honored to have you on today. Thank well, you. I think it's notable to say though that like so long in my entrepreneurial journey, I didn't have that mindset or that heart set. And I was really just taking on the clothing that the world would have us do, which is that like competition mode. And if I learn something new, I've got to keep it to myself so that I could activate it in my business and I can get ahead and win the race and all of these things. But as I came to understand myself and who I'm meant to be and the power of community and the power of working together. And, and, you know, they say there's no I in team. And sure, I heard that when I was younger, but I was still in this mindset that like I had to kind of work my way up the ladder. And it wasn't about stepping on people. I was never that hardcore, <laughs> but I was <laughs> surpass them and hang off the side and climb up. And, and it, it never felt like I was doing so with like a negative spirit or, or to hurt anyone. It was just a selfish ambition, if you will. And so to, to flip the script on my life. And that happened about five years ago where I really just felt a call from the Lord to say, you are, you are called to more and it is by and through the people that you're working alongside and you're going to come into community with in the future that you're going to be able to win the race because it's a collective effort. And so it's super uh, amazing. And that's not even part of the hacks, but it should be. I should add that to in optimizing <laughs> your business by working together. And it's kind of a part of it. It's number five. But I just I just think it's so important for us to keep in mind that this relationship that even Cami is cultivating with bringing other people onto her podcast, it's it really is about other people and connecting other people to our communities that we're cultivating. So I love that. Well, I love that. I think that's incredible. And and for our listeners, you know, if you are stuck in a certain space of maybe you are trying to, you know, do this thing on your own. Well, it's never too late to flip your <laughs> flip it over and say, hey, I've been doing it this way and it's worked up until this point. However, let me flip the switch. Let me try to figure out what's going to be a better and more efficient way of of running your life and, and doing what um, you're called to do. So I love that. I think that's a great yeah. example as well. Well, yeah, if any of our listeners are listening and they want to take notes during this session, I'm <laughs> yeah. sure it would be very good to do so. So grab out your notebook, grab out your pen, and let's get started into talking about how to optimize your business. So talk, talk us yes. through that. Okay. So the first thing that I think is so fundamental, and I kind of mentioned it and sprinkled it into the introduction, is to work out of overflow. 
And what that means is, is really knowing the importance and the value of your mind, body, and soul alignment and how if you are operating out of an empty cup, perhaps your physical being isn't you know fully fulfilled at this point, you're not nourishing your body well, you're not drinking water right, or your mental health and you're living out of a state of anxiety and operating out of control. Uh, and then from the soul's place of just knowing that you have to take care of yourself, that self-care isn't a selfish thing. It actually allows you to give of yourself more freely and more abundantly. And people know and feel and sense that if I show up to work and I am operating out of overflow, people are like, holy cow, where's this energy coming from? Where's this joy coming from? Where are these ideas coming from versus coming depleted and somebody talking to me and I snap at them, which we've all probably Mm -hmm. experienced, or you don't want to make eye contact because you're dealing with something internally that's super heavy or something at home. If we can focus in on our, our first being or the person who you wake up with in the morning. And I mean yourself in that, because I'm sure there's a lot of single entrepreneurs <laughs> listening. Who do you look at in the mirror? Are you content? Are you satisfied? Are you filled? So I think above all things, if we are centered and we are ready to go, our business operating out of overflow truly unlocks a key to your success, both in money and personal and professional growth. So that's number one. I love that. Number two. I feel like yeah. the same thing. I mean, I can look at my own life and my own career and think, hey, I was going through a real tough situation or mm-hmm. or a tough time in my life. And the way I showed up as a leader and the way that I um, had ideas that came up or the lack thereof ideas yeah. Um, yeah. totally, totally makes sense that, you know, we need to be pouring from a full cup and overflowing cup and and instead of, you know, working from sunups to sundown and, and not taking care of your spiritual and your mental and your physical health, I think that's so Definitely. important to know. And I yeah, love that you so started good. out with that too. Yes, it's a, so fundamental. I had to learn the opposite way. That was like the last thing that I used to do. And I was <laughs> that workaholic perfectionist, like all hours of the day. And I ended up in a crash and burn and it was in every area of my life. And it was the time that I had to wake up and say, okay, what is fundamental, not necessarily to my business, but literally to my happiness and to my existence. Um, and so when I really honed in and focused in on that, I just saw my life unfold in this beautiful metamorphosis of an experience and say, oh, wow, I was missing so many pieces. So I just encourage people to go down that self-exploration path and really try and feel yourself in all of those areas and know again that it's not a selfish, it's not selfish desire. It ends up being a benefit to everyone you're surrounding you. Right. I love that. All right. Number two. All right, so this is to use the algorithm to your advantage. Okay, so this means that there are so many different places that we show up. Uh, Obviously, algorithm, we're probably immediately thinking of Instagram or Facebook, but I mean this even in your business processes. If you are, something's not working, if numbers aren't showing, if you are not gaining momentum in an area, use that to your advantage and realize that there is an opportunity to fail forward. You take that as a note and you say, okay, this isn't working. Only one to 3% of my audience here is even seeing this post 
post or only one to 3% is, is converting in this specific area. Where are the highest conversions happening? Like follow the yellow brick road based on what your community is telling you, what they're asking for, what it, where they're showing up. And one specific area for me is the recognition that Pinterest was an area of complete misusage for me and uh, also a missed opportunity. And when I started pouring into that space, uh, instead of paying outrageous amounts of Facebook ads or <laughs> Google ads, I was realizing the conversion there was so much better. And I was pulling people into my community in such a lesser uh, energy and a lesser monetary input. So just being mindful that the algorithm will pay, play tricks on you. But if you're looking at the algorithm of your business and not pulling into the algorithm of social media where other people control it, look at the areas that you can control and utilize those to convert. I love that. I love that. <laughs> so important to remember. Definitely. So number three is similar to number one, but this is specific business. So find your flow within your business. Find how you operate best. Are you a morning person? Are you an evening person? How do you operate off of a content management system or a to-do list or a task list that is old school post-it notes? Or do you need to have a, a management system like Asana or Trello? Uh, for me, I work very well off of lists. And so I really like Asana. But in Asana, I have something called a mitt list, which is my most important task list. And what that looks like as entrepreneurs, we know our to-do list is eternal. It never goes away. If I'm in the office, sun up to sundown, I'll come home and someone asked me recently like, oh, I hope you got all of your to-do list done. And I was like, um, you know what I'm trying to accomplish. <laughs> that doesn't happen. And it's just a, a limiting understanding of the vision, right? That some of us entrepreneurs have and going global being one of mine, it, it going global doesn't have like end a to-do list that never ends. So there's countries and there's people and there's masses and multitudes to reach. So my mitt list is of those tasks, of the things that I know that I need to get done, and even within my vision, because those are also to-do lists, things that I want to do in the future, what three things are the most important today? And I ask myself every single night that I go to sleep, did I move the needle? And this goes back to one, two, three, and every other simple hack or, or number system that you could go to with your, within your business. Are you going to sleep and saying yes to that question? Did I move the needle? Maybe today was a self-care day and you didn't necessarily send out an email or make a social media post or uh, work with your team or devise a new multi-million dollar strategy. <laughs> Maybe today you just went running and you took a nature walk, a forest bath, if you will, and got your feet in the sand or your feet in the forest and you just rejuvenated. Or maybe today was all about creating your budget and making sure that you're financially set for the next month ahead. You know, every single thing that you do should move the needle. And if you're going to sleep and you're feeling like, I didn't do a dang thing today, today you Netflix and chilled, people. Come on, that is not self-care. <laughs> you are pulling yourself into a space of a of zombie zone and you're not going to be able to get out of it easily. So focus in on what are your most important tasks today and know that if you can get those three things done, 
you've moved the needle and you've found your flow because you're operating in a place of freedom and knowing that things are moving more seamlessly versus feeling like you are never finishing your to-do list. Right. I, I love that you said take care of yourself and and have a, a full day to do that. I remember a couple of years ago, my girls on my team, they were like, hey, you should take a day off. You work <laughs> all the time. You hustle hard. You get t- stuff done all the time. Mm-hmm. So take a freaking day off. And I was like, yep. you know, I don't know how to take a day off. Like I literally am hustling all the time and I'm thinking and I'm, and my brain is just constantly on. And I finally said, okay, I'm going to do it. There's this book yes. I've been trying to read, but I never have the time to do it because I'm always emailing or social mediaing or, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, okay, I'm going to turn my phone off, literally turn it off. I'm going to get in my car. I'm going to go to my favorite hotel in the world. Well, or at least here in Dallas <laughs> and uh, went to their lobby because it's the cutest lobby. It's at the Adolphus Hotel. If you ever come to Dallas, go oh, to stay awesome. at the Adolphus Hotel. Okay. They have a beautiful lobby that has like just cute little sitting rooms throughout. I mean, it's just a dream. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to turn off my phone. I'm going to go there and I'm just going to sit and read a book and I'm That's not going to awesome. do anything else. And I'm just going to like sit and be okay with just being. Mm-hmm. And I came back from that, what I call sabbatical day. And <laughs> sabbatical day. Awesome. Yes. I was like, I don't know if I can take a month off like uh, <laughs> preachers do, but I'll take a day. Exactly. Um, but I came back and gosh, a couple weeks later, one of my gals on my team, she said, you know, you are such a better leader because you went on that sabbatical. And I can tell a difference from before you went and after you went and you're pouring wow. from a place that actually makes sense instead of a depleted place where mm-hmm. you're giving, giving, giving. Cause you know, I've got two kids. I know you've got kids. Yeah. I've got, yeah. we've both got husbands and we've got um, businesses and team members and podcasts and we have all yeah. these little things and no, most times we don't have a second to step back and say, you know what? I need a day. You know what? Yeah. This is going to be my work day, and my work day is consi- going to consist of reading a nice non-business book. Yeah, <laughs> <A> key <laughs> non-business <too>. book, <laughs> and That's just awesome. going and relax. And maybe a business book isn't, or maybe a books aren't the thing of of what right. you want to do. Maybe you want to go and listen to. Um, a nice podcast, an encouraging personal development podcast. Maybe you need to go and relax by a pool while you listen to um, some worship music, or maybe you need to do something that pours into you and you're not just sitting and binge watching a show. Something yes, that totally. is actually making you um, work on yourself and take a, mm-hmm. a beat for yourself to say, you know what? I matter in my spiritual, mental, physical health is more important than me just hustling 24-7. Totally. It totally is. And again, it reverts you right back to number one, which then allows number two to become more free because you're showing up in a different way in a free free mindset and free soul space. So I love love that example. Uh, I have friends who think I'm really nutty for doing uh, (laughs) self-care as a going to a hotel by myself. I do that often. And I say often, probably like once 
uh, every half a year or so, two times a year. And it yeah. is the best vacation. So I've had friends who are like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, you have to try it. Don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> and so they've done it and they're like, this is amazing. I can do whatever I want, when I want. Nobody's <laughs> watching me. I can say my PJs or I can get dressed up. I can do coffee all day or all night. I can go to sleep early, like whatever you want to do. And it feels <laughs> so freeing when you're a mom and a wife and every space that you share is alongside other people. I have this little nook and cranny of an office that has no windows in it. I'm in it right this moment. And it's literally <laughs> the only place, like I don't even have my bathroom to myself because my kids shower with us in the, in the room. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only place that's just mine. And it drives me crazy because it's not fully decorated. You would be so disappointed in me, but I moved. Oh no, <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> but remember that there are there are need for you to have that individual time because, again, in order to work out of overflow, you have to be filled. You have to know who you are and be able to restore other people through that. So, so good. I love and that. Go on I love that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I feel like anytime, well, not 2020, but most times I travel, gosh, probably five to seven times a year, whether I'm yeah. speaking at a conference or um, I'm attending a conference or doing something business wise. And yeah. every single time, Sometimes I tell my husband, oh, it's a five-day conference and it's only three. Um, uh, or I'll just say, hey, I just need a day, just a yeah. day to be by myself. And um, I typically stay by myself, even if I'm traveling with other people. Um, but even just journeying out to another city and extending your trip a day or half a day even is yes. so vital. And really unfortunately, is. 2020, I'm not traveling as much oh, as I would no. hope to, but um, 2021, so here we go. <laughs> yeah. yes, I miss it so much. I actually have a retreat coming up in February of 2021 and it's in Tulum, Mexico. And I am so oh, excited. Fine. All the girls that are already signed up, we're like freaking out about it. We can't wait. And so yes. if you guys are interested in taking that R&R, but it's also a professional development experience to just kind of a sabbatical really is really what it yeah. is. But just refueling ourselves, mind, body, and soul um, in Tulum. Come on. It would be fun. I love that. I love that. There's so many, well, not so many. There's a few that I can think of that are similar to that, where you just go away for a long weekend or a couple days during the week, and you just go chill and relax and have a great time with some girlfriends. So yeah. I love that yeah. you were putting that together. We'll have to put that in yeah. the show notes. Of, yes, uh, really of what it is so people can find it yes i love definitely that. all right so we're on to number four okay so number one work out of overflow number two use the algorithm to your advantage that's in your business and on social media three find your flow incorporate a mitt list number four is to have your business work while you're sleeping or vacationing so part of the joy of going on vacation by yourself is knowing that even though I'm not working and I'm taking my day sabbatical, as Kimmy would say, <laughs> my business is still operating. I actually am not not working. My systems are working for me. 
And so Mm -hmm. if you have not automated or systemized your business from the foundation of what it is that you do, there are so many cool hacks and tricks that you can do this. And the first way that I did it was through my email marketing system. And so I use a company called Flowdesk. They are incredible. Um, There's other ones like ConvertKit or MailChimp or um, Constant Contact that might be more familiar to you because Flowdesk just launched less than a year ago. Um, Mm -hmm. But I am so grateful for these systems and to know that I can still turn a profit and turn a revenue as I'm out spending money shopping or getting my coffee or whatever it is <laughs> I'm doing for that, that self-care piece, I don't have to worry as much. And I don't have to be like, oh my goodness, everything's at a standstill and I'm out here just being, right? Even right. though that's important. Right. So systemize things, automate things, have your business work for you. How, how have you done that, Kimmy, in your business um, oh that you gosh. think is most vital? Yeah, so yeah totally. I went on vacation actually last week. I know that we're recording this in the summertime and this will come out later, but um, I went on vacation last week and thankfully I've got a great team that uh, allows me to actually do that. Um, but I came back and we had a $5,000 contract that booked and, and I came back and I was like, Oh, surprise, surprise. Like we actually got money, which is a big deal because we have not gotten any events in the last, you know, three or four months. So to get that was incredible. And, and it was great because I didn't even have to do anything. I didn't have to uh, be a hawk on my eye, on my, on my email and, um, and they took care of everything for me. But, you know, before I even had a team, I had automated systems and processes. We've come a long way since then. But yes, I'm sure. before we had a system that, hey, if you want to book a contract with us, here is your contract. Here's a link. You can book it 24-7. You can book it at uh, 3 a.m. on a Sunday morning if you want to yeah. book it. Yeah. And I don't have to be there for it. So use systems and processes. And I know that I've said this on another episode, but hey, when you're hiring people, don't always feel like you have to hire to do everything. You can hire a VA. You can get systems and processes and softwares that do things for you. So for example, I coach rental businesses and I see so many times my students do not have any staff, which is no problem, but they're saying, hey, I need to hire someone because I need them to double check that I'm not double booking things. And I need to make sure that my bookkeeping is is getting done and I need to hire a full-time employee to help me. And I'm like, sis, you don't need a full-time employee. Go right. get a software, go get a right. bookkeeper, go get someone who okay. can help you out or a technology system that can help you out. Gosh, there's so many different ways to do that. So, okay. you know, even if you don't have a team under you, you can still make money while you sleep or while you go on vacation. Just having systems and processes and, and using those algorithms, like you mentioned in yeah. step number two, yeah. gosh, those will help so, so much. I love that. True. Yeah, I think it's so good. And it actually really leads into number five based on everything that you were sharing. And that is to outsource. 
And um, honestly, those team members that you're talking about, and even if that outsourcing is a system, that too can work. Um, but I really, truly believe in cultivating a team of outsourced people. And so that's something that I've been doing over the course of the last year. And it has been fundamental for my business, not only because I get to operate in my zone of genius when there's other people doing the things that have to get done in order for my business to thrive, such as those booking things or such as keeping track of certain areas um, that I don't have systems for yet, uh, such as doing my marketing and creative design and, and post-processing a podcast and all of these different things that my team members do. And I call them team members because I want them, regardless if they work for 10 other people and I'm their you know, one liaison in the area that I pay them for um, or we work together in, is really knowing that as you outsource, bring those people into the community, bring them into the vision, allow them to see and feel and know the mission and the vision that you are creating. Uh, because ultimately, if they can get behind that, they work with with you and for you and by you with such uh, energy that if you just say, hey, I need you to do this and it's a minimal task for them versus come alongside me, help me grow this idea. Um, it just really is a new twist to how you can make outsourcing work for you in such a different way. Well, totally. And your payroll will go down. I mean, I was talking to you about our overhead expense right before we started recording and our costs typically are through the roof, through the roof on payroll. And most of it is payroll. We were sitting at 20 to 20 to $25,000 a month in payroll before COVID hit. And then of course we had to furlough most of our employees, unfortunately, but typically we're 20 to 25,000 in just yeah. payroll. And if I just limited that to me and one other or two others to do some of the tasks that we can't outsource, then yeah. great. The rest of them can be uh, the rest of the tasks that have to be done, like podcast editing after a show mm-hmm. or um, writing your blog post or doing your SEO or doing your social media or bookkeeping or doing your CPA or doing any of those little tasks that can one, either be trained or two, be outsourced for someone who's an expert and may honestly be better than you at it. Yeah, totally. Do it. <laughs> and I'm like, I can. I think oh. I have I had a couple of business mentors who have told me that um, it's critical for you to know every element of your business before you outsource it. And when I first heard yeah. that, I was like, really? Is it? I don't know that that's necessary. But honestly, if I hadn't done that part of the entrepreneurial journey, if I haven't created and developed and tried to comprehend YouTube, all the things, right? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to even know how to hire or know how to outsource because I wouldn't know what I'm looking for or what I need. And so it's really important that you realize, like, I don't just like flag, hey, I am throwing money over here because I don't want to do it. I right. know how to or do it. you don't it. know how to Maybe do it either. It, in a limited amount. And I need somebody who's going to do it more efficiently than me to do it with a broader scope of understanding than me, but it's going to bring to the table the thing that I know I already need. So I think that's a really fundamental thing for people to understand. Oh, totally. I talk about this in one of our episodes. I think it was a failure episode with Kelly Simons, if our listeners want to go look at it. But I talked about uh, the time that we were hiring for SEO. Now, SEO is a complex world and it's ever changing, kind of like that Instagram algorithm. 
Um, but yep. I didn't know how to do SEO. And so I was like, hey, SEO sounds like it might be a good thing to do. So I'm going to hire an expert to do it. Well, we were paying $500 a month and we were seeing blog posts about wedding dresses. Now, if you know my business, we do not do wedding dresses. We serve corporate clients through event rentals, floral, and event decor. We do not yep. do wedding dresses. <laughs> and we saw this post and we were like, huh, that's odd. I wonder why they did that. And they didn't have an answer. And so when we oh. um, kind of figured out what was going on, we had bought out another rental company and their, um, one of the people who was on their team did their SEO and we're like, hey, you obviously know how to do it for event rentals, so we'll go ahead and hire you. Well, he was charging us $1,000 per month. And so uh, when, when we think about things, sometimes we think about, hey, if it costs more, then clearly it probably is going to work right. better. Right. Or when you buy a pair of jeans, if the jeans cost more, they're probably a better uh, type of jean. Or when you get a car, if you pay more for a car, it's probably a better car. So we figured the same thing with the SEO. Well, that's not true. We were paying $1,000 a month. We had like 800 broken links on our website and all these things that were going wrong. And we we're like, that's not it either. And so we finally said, okay, if we don't even know how to do it and we have nothing to measure it upon then how on earth are we able to go and outsource this if we don't even know how to do it? And so we took it back in and we said, okay, we're going to learn it. We're going to figure out what are the steps? What are the things that are happening? And to this day, this was two or three years ago, to this day, we still keep up on all the things that SEO is doing in the world, whether it's doing it for us or um, SEO is, you know, there's a new Things, such as keywords or there's new programs or anything like that, we're still keeping a beat on it because the company that we hire now, one, it's too much for our team to do, but two, we can go in and check in out and say, hey, is this working for us or is it not working for us? But you'd have no idea if you didn't check it out and figure out how to do it. So such good, good advice and so necessary. (laughs) It's And it's, again, often not what you would think to do and you don't realize that other people are doing. Right, right. But they yeah. are. And so totally. when people say that entrepreneurs wear all the hats, it's it's not to like uh, make us view us as something like superhero. Like that's not the intent. <laughs> right. It's really more about understanding what, understanding where our money is going and understanding yeah. how that is serving the dream, how that's serving the vision. And so it's it's just necessary for you to ha- not have control fingers on everything, but just a mindfulness of all of those different spaces. Right, right, right. So I love that. I think that's a, a great example. And you can apply that to anything. I mean, you can apply it to any softwares that you hire to do things for you or your bookkeeping Definitely. or uh, really anything in your business, social media. If you don't do your own social media and you have someone else do it, whether they're on your team or not, um, just so many different examples that you can come up with and say, hey, do I actually, if, if this person was not doing the service for me and I took it over, would I know how to do it? And would yeah. I be able to do it efficiently and with success? Yeah, it's really good. I love it. Oh, awesome. Well, any final thoughts or ideas or, or things to optimize businesses? I know that we just went through the five steps, which each one of those was so, yes. uh, so needed. 
But anything else that you want to share with our audience when it comes to optimizing your business? I think overall, if you if you take into consideration all five of those things, there's that element of flow. There's that element of understanding that you don't have to work so hard. You don't have to be operating at full capacity and all engines on all the time. Really, the, the beautiful thing about following your dream and following your passion and understanding your purpose is that it should be done out of the gifts that are already given to you, that have already innately been designed and cultivated, and you might hone in on and develop a little bit. But this is supposed to be a life of, of fun and freedom, and like we only get one chance to do it. So if you are working at, on overload and you are working in the space of burnout and overwhelm and all of these different places, check yourself, check everything Mm -hmm. about what it is that you're doing. Do you even like it? Do you even want to be there? Are you even, you know, following a value system within the business and the time that you're doing it? Because people need you to be in that state of flow. They need you to be in that overwhelm of, of excitement and, and really operating in the way that you're intended to. And so if you're putting in the wrong gas into your engine, it's not going to work. So make (laughs) sure how you're, how you're inputting is, is effectively, and beautifully working and constructive for your outflow. Yeah, I love that you said check yourself. And if you remember back when there was a little saying, check yourself before you wreck yourself, uh, which, yes. <laughs> which entrepreneurs can totally do. Um, I'll tell one more story before we wrap it up. But a few, gosh, I think it was three or four years ago now before I had hired anyone on my team and really outsourced anything. I was working full time for a real estate agent. I was his personal assistant. And then um, I was working my side hustle of my rental business, which I currently own. And then I was also working part time at a boutique because, you know, I just wanted to keep clothes. (laughs) It was really just for my funding of my clothing. But uh, regardless, (laughs) I was working these three different jobs and I was, you know, very close to burnout. And I finally decided, okay. I'm going to quit these two other jobs. I'm going to go full, all in, both feet full in to my rental business. And I'm going to keep growing this as much as I can. Well, I kicked off that whole decision with going to a rental conference in Austin, Texas in 2017. And um, it was a great, great conference. Learned so much. But the second day, it was a three-day conference. The second day, I was sitting in the audience on these cute, cute sofas because why not? And um, I was looking down as I was writing some notes. And on my hand, I want to say it was my left hand, I noticed that there was some, it looked like a big bruise. And I was like, huh. I don't remember ever like hurting myself on my hand. That's weird. Yeah. And I was like, I'll just keep an eye on it. Well, the third day, the last day, it had grown up my arm. And I was like, oh, that's not good. (laughs) Like there's something going on. So I got out of the conference. I went to the bathroom and I called my mom, who's a nurse, and was like, hey, mom, uh, this is happening. I don't know what's going on. She was like, have you slept? I said, uh, you know, like six hours or four hours. She was like, okay, have you eaten good? Like, have you been taking care of your health? And I was like, I mean, like a little junk food here and there. And she's like, okay. And are you drinking water? I was like, no, I'm not. She's like, and how many hours are you working again? I was like, a lot. (laughs) 
She's like, girlfriend, you need to stop doing that. You need to take a second and take care of yourself. She said, I need you to go see a doctor, go see an internist. So I went to an internist when I got back to Dallas. And he asked me the same questions. He was like, are you drinking water? Are you taking care of your health? Are you eating right? Are you sleeping? Are you doing all these things that, you know, you kind of have to do to stay alive? And I was like, (laughs) "Uh, you know, not really. I was a single mom at the time. I was, you know, trying to work as much as I could. And I didn't have a second income to fall back on. And, And I was stressed to the max because I was doing everything. I didn't have a team yet. And and I didn't yeah. quite know to optimize by outsourcing tasks right. yet. Right. And um, he was like, okay, here's the plan. Over the next four weeks, you're going to get on these vitamins. You're going to be drinking like your whole body weight in water because you're so dehydrated. Yep. You're going to yep. have this diet plan. You're going to work out. You're going to do all these things and take care of your body because right now your blood levels and your counts and stuff are either through the roof or not at all. And you are like on the verge of having a breakdown of your body physically. And that was a wake up to me because like I said, as a single mom, I had a son and was like, well, I kind of need to be there for him. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was like, all right, here we go. Let's do it. And took care of my body and have continued to take care, care of my body. And I can tell in a second when I am not taking care of this body that I'm living in every single day. I can tell in a second when it's not being taken care of because I'll start getting headaches and backaches and and not being able to focus and having a full eight hour work day and getting two things done. And it's a trigger for me that says, okay, what's going on? How is my mind showing up? How am I showing up? Am I taking care of my body? And if I'm not, I'm going to get a warning sign. And he said, you know, that thing that was on your hand, that was just a warning sign that said, hey. I'm screaming wow. at you. I need I yeah. need you to pay attention. I need you to do something wow. because it's not yeah. working. So, so awesome. You know, for our listeners who are also entrepreneurs and busy and moms and and uh, we all are so busy. There's not one that's uh, more busy than the other. We're all so stinking busy. And so, pay attention. Pay attention to your body. Pay attention to how you're reacting to food and sleep and water and all that. Like, just take a second and figure out, hey, am I doing the best that I can with the knowledge that I know? And hopefully this episode has had some nugget of knowledge. I know that I probably have been writing so many notes, Um, (laughs) but maybe there's been a nugget of knowledge that you're like, huh, maybe I should go hire a VA or huh, maybe I should take a day sabbatical, or maybe I need to just go to sleep. (laughs) Yes. Something. Something. Drink the stupid water. Yeah, I actually have it on my desk right now. (laughs) Yes, likewise. I just, I love this story. I love that that literally tied everything together. And it, it really is. There are warning signs. There are beautiful signs, both highs and lows. And it's just a matter of us, instead of being on the supersonic pace that we are in is finding the pace that like God blessed you with and knowing that you don't have to run everywhere. You just don't. It's actually really enjoyable to walk. And I would encourage us as entrepreneurs to do it more often and, and know that like there really is never a, a finish line right? The finish line is, is heaven ultimately, but like 
the, the task lists are always going to be there. To-do lists are always going to be there. The opportunity mm -hmm. to, to grow your business or grow your income or change your life, like it, it's really there. But it's just yeah. a matter of us being present and realizing that we don't have to do it at a supersonic speed. Why? It's literally like you're driving down the road and you see that crazy person who's speeding past <laughs> you and then you show up and you're at the exact same light next to them and you're like, dude, was that really worth it? Why well, and we think, hey, if your life, <laughs> and we're like, oh, he's going to get an accident or he's going to get a ticket. And so, totally. and so yeah, it's the exact same thing. So just realize like it, the slow and steady wins the race and the slow and steady rabbit, the one who gets there last, like that's the one who, who has checked themselves. So yeah, I think that's totally. ultimately what it is. Like find your specific flow and know your yeah. body well enough to understand your flow and your ability yeah. to show up for yourself and show up for others. Right. Uh, Brendan Bouchard, I don't know if you're familiar with him, yeah, but he has, him. Yeah, I take his monthly coaching and yeah. Um, he says this thing every once in a while. He doesn't say it all the time, but he says it every once in a while. And he says, you know, I know that I'm going to be doing what I'm doing today for the rest of my life. I know that because I figured out what I want to do. And so when you figure out what you want to do and you know, you're going to be doing it the rest of life, that to-do list will always yes. be, <laughs> always. Yep. And whether you get it done today or you get it done in a week, it doesn't matter. You're doing this for the rest of your life. So there's no rush. There's no like, hurry, I need to speed up to the next second and, and the next big thing because you're going to be doing this your whole life. You're going to have that next big thing for the rest of your life if this is what you want to do for the rest of your life. And so I love that he reminds me. <laughs> it's funny because he reminds <laughs> me of those things, the times that I need to be reminded of it. Um, but I'm like, that's right. I am on this journey for the rest of my life. I do want to be in this space the rest of my life. And I don't have yeah. a plan to do something else. And so I'm going to just keep going. And if yeah. COVID-19 for the 2020 <laughs> year takes 2020 out, gosh, I still yeah. have 50, 60, 70 years left yes. to keep doing the same thing. So one yeah. year isn't going to make that big of a difference. That's good. That's really good. I was on a call with somebody earlier and he said something similar. He's like, you know what? If we don't get to meet this year, if everything's virtual, it is what it is. I'll see you next year and you won't look much different. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're so true. So unless you're on like a crazy health overhaul and you're going to lose a bunch of weight, yeah. uh, then you're probably so dye your hair. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty much going to be the same person in that regard. Uh, but we do have an opportunity with this time to rest and reflect. So again, yeah. check yourself, really? check your pace, see if if you can take some time off. If you need to quarantine, don't think that it's like the end of the world. Take it as an opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> While you have the time to do it. <laughs> yes. Cami, you're such a joy. Thank you so much for having me. I hope that this blesses people and they just have an opportunity to reflect in, in maybe a new way than maybe what they were anticipating when they saw five system tricks for their business or yes. optimizing tips for their business. <laughs> I hope this was a little different than the typical one. Yes. Well, Tamara, thank you so much for being here today. I know that what you've talked about today will be so vital and so helpful to so many of our listeners. So I am grateful and thankful for you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Remember, we are here every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time on Apple and Spotify. But if you want to join us over in the Instagram world at The Render Podcast, we would love that. We'd like to catch you up on what's coming up next. And if you didn't know, 
We will show up live on Fridays at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time to unpack this episode just a bit further. We also just genuinely want to connect with you, so I want to see you over there on Instagram. But hey, if you liked this episode, would you mind leaving a quick review on Apple? Apple likes to see it when their listeners engage by leaving a review so more can hear about this podcast. So right now I'm asking you to leave a quick review. I'd also love to see what you're loving about this podcast and what you want to hear more of, so mention that while you're there. See you soon, friend, in another episode on The Render Podcast.